Hi, you're listening to Siri Hewlett. I'm your host on The Core Expert. Hi, thanks for joining me on The Core Expert podcast. I'm talking today about reformers. We get asked quite a lot by clients, what's a good reformer, what's a bad reformer, what to look for in a reformer. Um, And reformer exercises are obviously loved by many. Um, Home reformers are becoming a little bit more popular. But in terms of what to look for, I'd probably say my biggest advice is really working out what position in the home it's going to have, which might sound a little bit um, weird, but are you going to have a dedicated area to put this thing in? Or are you going to need something that's collapsible and user-friendly and takes up minimal amount of room? Because that is going to have a massive impact on how much you will then need to spend. Um, the reformers that we have in our studio, we have um, balanced body reformers, which are maple wood reformers. They probably run at, at the moment, if I was to replace them, I'm probably looking at, you know, six, six and a half, seven thousand Australian dollars. Um, do they collapse? No. Do they move? No, they're not on wheels, but they are a fabulous reformer. And in terms of commercial use, things like that, absolutely, you know, replacement parts for them are are a nightmare. Um, And really the only thing we should need to replace is the springs. Um, And spring-wise, if we've got five springs on there, we need to replace all five springs at the same time because otherwise it just doesn't work. And replacement springs can run from anything from 50 to 100 bucks a spring, depending on what reformer you're buying. So, you know, in in terms of that sort of Rolls-Royce of reformers, you're looking at a sort of a hefty four-figure sum before you know you 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 you're sort of walking away with changing your pocket of not a lot. Um, the good thing about them is that they're solid; they run really smoothly, and they're going to last you for years. Resale value is also up there. You are not going to lose a massive amount of value on a balanced body reformer. The second ones that we have, we do have some stock reformers in our studio. Um, In terms of stock reformers, a very, very different look and feel to the balanced body makes. The stock are metal-based reformers. They come in varying heights, so you can get like a a raise that can lift them off the bed or lift them off the floor, so you can have them flush to the floor, you can have them a few inches off the floor, you can have them a foot off the floor. Um, You can add on, actually same as the balanced body, you can add on like a trap table half at the back end. In terms of the stock, very similar thing again. You know the replacement things that you would probably be looking at would be things like the stoppers and um, springs. Um, and again, costing-wise for those, very, very similar to the balanced body. You're looking at five, $6,000 for the reformer. In terms of personal preference, I prefer the balanced body 
have no idea why, apart from the fact so costing wise, you know, very similar, but in terms of how it moves, it just feels a lot smoother. It just looks a lot nicer. Um, but in terms of, you know, cost and space, exactly the same. Would either of those work in a home setup? Of course. However, can you store them effectively? No, you're going to have to have a dedicated space. Um, uh, they're sort of home versions on both that they do. Um, the balanced body one do a home version which is called an Allegro. Um, and the Allegro original um, is very similar to the stock in that you can raise the height on it so you can get a platform that lifts it up or you can have it flush to the floor. The good thing about the Allegro one is you can actually tilt it on its end. So the the footprint of it is obviously the whole length of the carriage and the reformer, but you can tip it up onto its foot bar. So its footprint then means it's stacked and storable. So this is an excellent option for home versions and for home use. Um, I've actually got um, our flat Allegro um, at home at the moment um, purely because obviously with recent COVID um, developments, we have brought one of them home. So I was able to do some stuff and do some planning and do some recording and everything at home without having to go into the studio. And at the moment, it just sits up against our wall. So in terms of a footprint, it's a metre long and probably half a metre wide um, square. And it's fabulous in terms of that. And then I can pull it down and roll it onto its side when I want it. And if I want to move it around, it rolls on wheels. So would that be a good home reformer? Absolutely, because you can tip it on end. The only option that you've got and the only downside is you, you're lifting it down and, and putting it back on end. And to be honest, my 13-year-old kid who can do it and has been pulling it down and putting it back up himself. So, you know, as long as you're smart and as long as you're big enough and as long as you've got the muscle strength to tip it up, you can do that. Now, are any three of those good home options for people? And do I recommend them? Of course. I mean, at the end of the day, if you want a good reformer that's going to last you and the reformer is your thing, they are obviously going to be the top end of the things that you would be looking to buy. Now, do most people want to spend four, five, six thousand dollars on a reformer for home use? Absolutely not. So what is the other options available? And you know, that's getting back to, do you have a dedicated space? What is your aim? Do you want something that you can tuck away, put on end? And are you prepared to spend, you know, a decent amount on it? Um, we've had a fair few look into buying a reformer at home. And the biggest thing that if space isn't an option and cost isn't an option, you're just really going for what you like. And my advice is go and try them out. Go and try the different reformers out. Look at how user-friendly they are. Look at what you need to do when you're adjusting them because the big sort of downfalls of some of them that we particularly don't like when we're teaching and when we're moving um, and the clunkiness of a couple of them because of what you have to jump through to move and change certain bits are what People won't really be bothered about if you're doing it for yourself at home. Um, some of the stuff that for us is a must have because it's quick and easy and we can just flick 
um, a certain thing like if we're lifting the foot bar up that um, on their balance body it locks and that's a really good safety feature so if somebody pulls on the bar it locks and it won't come out whereas on the stock ones that we've got the foot bar does come out if you pull on it and it's not a great safety feature so um, I prefer teaching newbies on the balanced body ones purely for that safety aspect you know that might not bother you for a home one so I would probably go around and just try if you've got the opportunity to you know ring up a couple of studios and just say do you have a reformer I can look at that you know we've definitely had people ring us and say I'm looking at buying a reformer do you mind if I come in and see the difference because I've not been able to find one of these can I come in and have a look at what you know a balanced body reformer looks like because I know you have one um in terms of you know portability and the cheaper end of the market there's obviously different ones that you can get you see them on the telly on the you know the commercial channels the the shop channels and there's some that just collapse in on themselves there's some that have bungee cords that attach to them there's some that you can get for like a few hundred dollars there's some you can get for you know just over a thousand dollars and some that you can get that have like the rebound with the trampet like the little trampoline version on them and really the the biggest thing is what are you wanting to get out of it what are you wanting to use it for if you're going for one that's got more the bungee cord just be aware that repair and you know wear on those is going to be quite different to on springs so the bungee cords will get weaker over time is there a means for you to be able to replace them um in terms of things like you know the actual foot bar is there a foot bar attachment to the reformer at all or is it just the rebound because if you've just got a rebounder on there you might find it's very hard to do some of the other basic exercises such as you know just your normal footwork things in sideline where you actually want to have your foot on the foot bar rather than just having the bouncy trampet trampoline aspect to push against um in terms of you know the actual straps that you're going to use is there an option for hand straps and foot straps or is it just one or the other um some of them might just come with a handle option um especially if they're a little bit more aimed at you know the the sort of gym style of pilates as opposed to proper you know traditional style pilates um and that means obviously it's a little bit more limited for you to be able to do things like your feet in straps and you, you sort of work through there and then of course the obvious that we're we're sort of looking at is um you know from a safety point of view um if you have something that just collapses in on itself so it slides in or you know it folds in half which a few of them do as well is that more one more moving part that is going to break or move so there has been a few, couple of our clients have, have spent a fair a fair whack of money they've you know they've bought the machines that are three four five six thousand dollars and we have had a few clients that have bought a machine that they've had which has been you know three four hundred dollars um and they've picked it up quite um reasonably through you know marketplace on facebook or through gumtree style of places and 
the the biggest thing again is I would just if you can if you find one that you're looking for work out what kind of exercises you want to do on that machine and then go and try it you know at the end of the day if you're looking at spending a few hundred dollars or a couple of thousand dollars on a reformer and indeed any type of of exercise equipment you want to make sure that it's going to work for you the the downside in a few of these sort of um, lower end models is obviously you're not going to have as much flexibility in terms of where the carriage sits. So the higher end models are going to have the options where you can move the carriage back. So you're going to have options where the gear bar is to where the um, carriage itself then the bed sits it means that you can change and adjust that so if you're a taller person you're able to move that out or you're able to move the foot bar to accommodate leg length those that are in the smaller or the sort of lower end models might not have that option at all so when you're actually in there you end up feeling quite crushed and you don't have as much flexibility with the amount of exercises and how they work so if you know look I love doing footwork I love doing sideline glutes I love doing mermaid and I love doing feet in straps you want to be able to make sure that that reformer works for you if you're somebody that loves doing things like standing leg stretches, scooters, you want to make sure that the reformer that you've got accommodates the height off the ground that you need or it has the ability to be set up a little bit higher off the ground so that you can do things like your standing leg stretches um, and things like that without feeling that you're hunched over and leaning on the floor. So if you have a mini idea of what you want and how you want it, you know that's probably things that you need to have in bear in mind like what's important to you so to recap in a nutshell the biggest thing that you're needing to look at is if you are needing to or you're wanting to buy a reformer and you've got a dedicated area then you have all the reformers in the world to choose from um, if you have a budget that's up there around five, six thousand dollars and you've got a dedicated space, you have all the reformers in the world to choose from. So it's really just going to come down to what style you like and what it looks like and how it feels. If you are short on space, you're going to need something that's got a smaller footprint. It's going to be collapsible or something that can stand on end. Um, there are obviously a few that slide in on each other that you can sort of fold in and slide under the bed. They tend to, even though they've got that feature, tend to be a little bit more lower end. So they might not have as many other benefits because they're sacrificing, you know, poor portability for um, stability um, some of the others like I said will stand on end so again you're going to have a really good reformer but you're going to have to stand it on end and you're going to have to have room that you can use it when you pull it out um, and then like I say the other features that you're looking at if you are looking at sort of a more lower end model and I'm when, when I'm talking lower end I'm talking below two grand so you know um, that still leaves a massive area to play with um, if you are looking at those sort of lower end models I would be making sure that you can go you can have a play with it the kind of exercises you want to do on it 
will happen. There's nothing worse than jumping on a reformer that you've just paid, you know, a thousand dollars for and working out that it's got a little bump halfway through it or working out that, you know, you can't quite do your favorite exercise because the straps don't go that way or, you know, you get it home and realize that it doesn't quite allow you to do it because the wall that you've got, you know, you can't have a reformer against a wall. It's just, it's just not going to work if you want to do half of the exercises that we do. So that would be my sort of top few tips in terms of if you are looking for a reformer we definitely get clients um, and I've just had one now message me um, to say look can you have a quick look at this and tell me what you think and it was like oh my absolutely no way I would not pay that amount of money for that reformer because it can't do this and it can't do this and it can't do this um, and it doesn't have this and that you know for what they want it for it's just not going to work for them um, so recapping number one do you have the space if you have the space you have a wider choice number two what's your budget because determine what your budget's going to be and then you're going to know what you can work within. Number three, does the reformer that you're looking at that matches your space and budget and whatever you want, will it allow you to do what you want to do with it so that you've got a good idea that it's high enough off the ground or low enough to the ground that it's got the attachments and things you know a lot of reformers might not come with boxes and um, so if you like the reformer that's got the accessories you want to make sure that you're going to get a box with it that you're going to get um, you know a standing plate with it if you want to do standing options with it if you want to have a jump board with it so that you can do some of the cardio exercises so looking at does it allow you to do those exercises so you can also accessorize with the reformer as well um, and then big 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 one that most of us sort of forget is if a spring breaks what do I do you know, if a part breaks, where am I going to get a replacement part from? Because parts don't last forever. So if you know that you've bought it from a reputable company or it's been made by one of the big Pilates equipment companies, you know you're going to be able to get a spring quite quickly. You're just going to have to ring up the manufacturer and um, and order you know the, the replacement part so if you are looking at sort of a second hand model that's one of the key questions that you want to be asking is if the strap breaks if the rope breaks if the handle breaks if the um, you know the stopper needs changing or the wheel needs changing or the spring needs changing who do I go to who who's my contact because you know you don't want a machine that you spent a lot of money on without being able to use it because you know something's gone dodgy on it and it's you know it's integral to how it works um in terms of our machines what have we had to replace you know we've had to replace um, some of the stoppers they're just the foam like the rubber where the the carriage bounces in um, a couple of the um, springs have gone on a um, we've 
had a couple of springs snap. So, you know, you're looking and we obviously check our reformers and what's going on. And as soon as we see that one of the springs isn't bouncing back, we'll generally replace that spring. Um, but there has been a couple of times where the spring has snapped. Um, some of the moving parts where um, the footbar lifts up and down, a couple of the, the sections of those have have um, broken where it's sort of a, a clicking click out so it you know it needs to snip into certain areas they they might go so it's just tiny little things um, really the actual big side of the reformer tends to be pretty good to use so hopefully that's given you some ideas on where you want to be um, and yeah if you do look at investing in a reformer then you want to make sure that you have the right reformer there. Ask questions, try it out. Take care and thanks for listening.